In episode 538, I am diving deep into a topic that so many people struggle with, and that is imposter syndrome. And I am going to give you some really powerful tools that will help you whenever that feeling of imposter syndrome comes up so that you don't have to live with imposter syndrome as part of your reality. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl, Open Wide, Comparisonitis, and Time Magic. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to dive deep into imposter syndrome, something that so many people experience, including super successful people. So I have a couple of questions for you. The first one, do you ever feel like a fraud? Like at any moment, everyone might see through you. This is imposter syndrome. If you are familiar with this sneaky saboteur, there is good news. Not only are you far from alone, I really truly want you to know that you are not alone, but there are proven techniques that you can use to overcome that crushing self-doubt. So when I wrote my first book, Mastering Your Mean Girl, imposter syndrome hit me like a freight train. So I like to visualize my imposter as my inner mean girl. And she was saying things to me like, who are you to write a book? Why would anyone care what you have to say? But she was actually using I. Why would anyone care what I have to say? When was everyone going to realize that I wasn't a real author? Like these were the negative things that my inner imposter was saying. Now, those feelings plagued me throughout the entire writing process. I'm just going to be really honest with you here. And even when my book was physically sitting in bookstores, I still felt like a fraud. I couldn't even bring myself to say the word author out loud. I'd do everything I could to skate around it. Somehow it felt easier to say that I'd written a book than to own the title of author. Now, that's just one of my experiences with imposter syndrome. And I have many, many, many. Do not get me wrong. I have so many. I've had to do a lot of work over the years to overcome these doubts and my own achievements. Now, during that time, I figured out the best strategies and techniques, the stuff that can genuinely rewire your thought patterns and stop the downward spiral into self-doubt. So I'm going to share them with you. These are the most effective ways, and these are my top tips, and I've got eight for you that I want to share with you today. So if you're not driving, maybe grab a pen and paper and write these down. Okay, the first one is recognize that your perceptions aren't facts. They are not hard facts. So some of the world's brightest minds, including best-selling authors, Oscar-winning actors and successful entrepreneurs have experienced imposter syndrome. If these high achievers are experiencing it too, it's clear that it isn't about our actual skill level. 
but it's about our perceptions. So my sweet friend, your perceptions aren't hard facts. They are not facts. So please remember that. You do not have hardcore documented evidence that you are a fraud or that you are a failure or whatever it is your imposter is saying. So please remember that. Your perceptions aren't hard facts, okay? Ask yourself, do I have documented hardcore evidence that I am a fraud or that I am a failure or whatever it is, okay? Ask yourself that question. The second thing that can be really helpful is to own your achievements. Every time you achieve something, whether it is big or small, write it down in your, what I call, achievement list. So on my computer and in the notes in my phone, I have an achievements list for each year. And every time I achieve something, I write it in there. So I can continuously throughout the year, whenever I have that imposter come up or self-doubt, I will look back and go, look at all of the amazing things that I've achieved. And I write big things in there and I write little things in there. If you are wanting to create a new healthy habit of getting up early and you do that consistently for a week, that is a big achievement. Write that in there, okay? So if it's finishing a task, if it's getting positive feedback, if it's even parenting in a way that you want to parent, all of these things, write them down. Then whenever that self-doubt starts creeping in, take a look at your win journal or your achievements journal or your achievements list, whatever you want to call it. Look at that. Read it. Go back to past years and feel really proud of yourself because right in front of you is hard evidence of your achievements. Documented hard evidence, facts, right? Not perception facts that do not exist like we were talking about before. You have hardcore evidence that you are amazing and you have achieved some incredible things in your life. So go and create that list and look at it regularly. Okay, the next thing is to talk about it. So most of us have this tendency to stay silent about imposter syndrome. There's a lot of shame wound up in it. And we don't want others to know about it, which is just so crazy because everybody feels it at times. And of course, to varying degrees, but everyone's experienced it at least once, right? But funny enough, opening up can be the best antidote, right? So if you can be brave enough to share your feelings with those around you, or even just one person or a coach or your partner or your best friend, it doesn't matter. Even just voicing it to one person, I guarantee you'll be blown away by how many other people have felt like a fraud too, or have had these imposter syndrome thoughts come up before. Sharing your feelings like this can offer a fresh perspective, right? And hearing other people's stories might give you that aha moment where you realize just how common these feelings truly are. So talk about it, share about it. Doesn't have to be everyone, just someone you trust. Get it off your chest and you will be surprised by how many people also have experienced those same feelings as you. Okay, number four, reframe your thoughts. Our thoughts have power. So if you find yourself thinking, I don't know how to do this, so I must be incompetent, try reframing that to, I haven't learned how to do this yet, but I am smart and I can learn. So changing the narrative from one of self-doubt to one of growth and potential can make so much difference. So if you ever catch yourself in that negative frame of mind, flip it to one of growth, reframe it. That is how we 
retrain our brain. Okay. Number five, stop comparing. Scrolling through social media, it is the easiest way to start thinking that no one else feels the same way as you. Read Comparisonitis. Now, remember that you are on social media seeing the highlight reel. It's not the totality of someone's life. It is not the full reality. So comparing your behind the scenes to someone else's shiny moments is like comparing apples with artichokes. They are two completely different things. So keep your eyes forward on your own lane. Celebrate your unique journey and remember that everyone has their own path and own pace. And like I said before, read Comparisonitis. It outlines a proven step-by-step strategy to help you break the cycle of comparison, free up mental bandwidth, and live life on your own terms. I cannot recommend that book highly enough. It is a game changer. So if you struggle with comparisonitis, grab your copy now. Okay, number six, ground yourself. If you suffer from imposter syndrome, ground yourself. When you are feeling like a fraud, sensations can become overwhelming and anxiety can really take hold. But a simple solution is to ground yourself. And an easy way is with the 54321 technique. Here's what you do identify five things that you can see. So, for example, I can see my computer, my keyboard, my microphone, my journal, and my tripod. Five things that you can see. And then four things that you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one that you can taste. This simple technique brings you back to the present moment and away from those spiraling negative thoughts. So if that doesn't work, try another grounding technique, like putting your feet on the earth. Or sometimes if I'm feeling really anxious, I will get Nick to lay on top of me. I'll lay down and I'll get him to lay on top of me and ground me. And it really, really works. If you don't have a partner there, get your kids to lay on you and ground you. If not, go and just put your feet on the grass or the sand and that will really ground you back into your body or do the 54321 technique. But grounding yourself, coming back into your body, getting out of your head and back into your body will help you move through imposter syndrome. And number seven, create an alter ego. Now, Beyonce famously has an alter ego. In moments where she feels too nervous or scared to go on stage, she can step into the shoes of her alter ego, Sasha Fierce who's always ready to rock the mic and blow the audience away. Coming up with your own secret identity can be a powerful tool to tackle imposter syndrome. Now, when you activate this identity, you unleash a more powerful, confident, kick-ass version of yourself who's always primed to tackle obstacles and overcome resistance. It's kind of like wearing armor against self-doubt. And seriously, If it's good enough for Beyonce, it's worth a try for us too. So try it. Give your alter ego a cool name. And whenever you're feeling nervous or anxious about a presentation or anything, just showing up to anything, even going to a dinner party where you don't know a lot of people, step into the shoes of your alter ego and try it out. Let me know how you go too. And let me know the name of your alter ego. I would love to hear. Think about it. Like we create a little 
character for our inner mean girl to help us identify that and to separate it from the truth of who we are. So why not create an alter ego of someone who is us, but a more powerful version, a more confident version, someone who we are aspiring to be in those moments of self-doubt and anxiety and step into their shoes when we are feeling anxious or that imposter syndrome comes up. It's awesome. I would love to hear how you go with that. Now, finally, number eight, aim for progress, not perfection. The point of these strategies is not to eliminate all the moments of doubt. We are human and doubts are bound to pop up. So don't freak out when they do. But by employing these strategies, these moments stay that fleeting moments, not defining beliefs. Okay. So just to wrap up and to reiterate the key takeaways, Imposter syndrome can be tenacious, but remember, it's built on perception, not reality. By actively challenging and reshaping these perceptions, you can rewrite your internal narrative, okay? Every single time you challenge your imposter feelings, you reclaim a bit more of your rightful confidence and self-belief. Over time, you'll find not just a reduction in self-doubt, but an increase in genuine, grounded self-confidence. Another key point I want you guys to walk away with is that it's not about having all the confidence and zero self-doubt. It's about moving forward despite having those feelings. We want to keep moving forward, keep moving forward. If doubt, if fear comes up, we keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. That is how you get to where you want to be. That is how successful people get to where they want to be. They don't stop when the self-doubt and the imposter comes up. They keep moving forward in spite of it, okay? Now, remember, your dreams aren't waiting for perfection. They are waiting for you to take inspired action. So just a reminder that if you feel imposter syndrome ever, you are not alone. You are never alone. And take yourself through those eight steps again whenever it comes up. And just remember that you're not alone. And we all have these feelings at times, but we're going to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Okay. No matter what, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Even on the days you feel flat, even on the days your imposter rears her ugly head, keep moving forward. Okay, my friend, there you have it. These are. My tips on how to move through imposter syndrome. I truly hope you got a lot out of this. And if you did, please subscribe to the show and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because that means that we can inspire and educate even more people together. And it also means that all of my episodes will just pop up in your feed so that you never have to go searching for a new episode. Now, come and jump on over to Instagram at Melissa Ambrosini and tell me what you got from this episode. I would love to hear how you move through imposter syndrome and what was the most helpful thing from this episode. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. I truly am so grateful. I absolutely love doing this show for you. And I'm so honored that you have taken the time to be here and to listen. I am truly so grateful. I love and adore you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just want to remind you that you rock, that you 
deserve all the love, joy, and happiness in the world. So thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me. And I will see you next time.